0: Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: Bears have dominated this third quarter. Play action, Brewer to throw. Deep ball, center of the field, wide open for the touchdown. Taekwon Thornton on the receiving end. A 35 yard touchdown pass from Charlie Brewer to Taekwon Thornton.
0: It's a Big 12 Friday on The John Moore Show.
2: Yeah, it's extremely exciting. I think we're all just, you know, glad that, you know, we're going to play. And, you know, we've got to get as ready as possible, prepare as well as we can um, to go out there and, you know, for kickoff that first game.
0: The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com and by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
3: First goal from the two. And Purdy will run it himself. Left side, quarterback counter, touchdown, Brock Purdy. He ran for two of those a week ago against TCU. That little quarterback counter and a two-yard touchdown run for Brock
0: now for a look around the Big 12 Conference, here is the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris and Garrett Ross.
1: I'd welcome John Morris' show on a football Friday. Yes, Big 12 Friday, but high school football Friday as well. Highlight cuts in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College and the Iowa State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. John Walters, the voice of the Cyclones, will join us coming up this hour. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Uh, New day here at the Radio Ranch. Come in and the uh, big rack of equipment is halfway pulled out. There's. The phone that's normally sitting right. here is gone. <laughs> but uh, And remember, if you were with us yesterday, well, go back two days uh, ago, and uh, we were knocked off the air for most of the day because right. of a lightning strike. Got uh, back on the air yesterday in a somewhat limited capacity, and we found out uh, yesterday, well, yeah, we can't get a phone call on the air. Yeah, and, you know, that's
2: unfortunate that that happens. and <laughs> It's live, and everybody's like, seize your misfortunes. But, <laughs> yeah. no, nah, it's all good. They, they worked diligently last night and got us back up to where we can get calls. We still can't necessarily – let's see we're gonna have to have the people the guests call into us okay
1: okay. so we can't call out but (laughs) it's baby steps we'll make a progress progress that is progress yes so yesterday we had brad gable scheduled to be on with us brad former baylor quarterback uh, an electee to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. Couldn't do it. I mean, we had him on the phone. We just couldn't get him on the air. And so we'll reschedule with Brad for one day next week. And today, John Walter's scheduled to be on with us. Uh, so I'm going to shoot him a text mm-hmm. here in this next break and, and ask him to call us, uh, which shouldn't be a big deal. So right. uh, so that that is progress. That's moving forward.
2: Oh, definitely. And, you know, <laughs> for them to have the studio back up and running after everything it went through in just two days that's pretty phenomenal
1: it is yeah i mean yo y'all have done great work great work here i mean look behind me in the studio behind me the board is uh opened up i mean it looks like it's open heart surgery on that (laughs) board in there it's like opened up and leaning forward not in its normal position so there's still a lot going on here oh
2: definitely there's still a lot to be taken care of but you know the good thing is we can at least do this stuff yes. for now. So. Yes, that's good. And that's hopefully good. by Monday or I don't know when, but we'll have everything else up and going.
1: Well, here's another thing to put on the checklist. I heard from our friend Bruce out in El Paso, and the stream is still not up. Right. So I told him, yes, we know uh, we were back on the air here, over the air, but we're still working on the stream. So Bruce checking in from El Paso <laughs> lets us know about that. But
2: that's when the podcast will come in handy.
1: Oh, that's a good point. If you point. Can't I'll let stream it live, yeah. we got the
2: podcast. You can go back and re it. Very good.
1: To it. So, Bruce, if you're listening to us uh, later, not in real time, on a podcast, uh, thank you for that note. We got and you. yeah, we appreciate it. So, tune into the podcast all right uh, high school football Friday yes we will uh Garrett get some of the high school games mm-hmm. around the area coming up in just a bit it's a busy weekend uh, for that for sure and uh there's more college games this weekend obviously than there were last weekend right. but things really starting to ramp up uh, with college football
2: that's nice to see you know and then like last night you had Southern Miss and uh, who are they I can't remember who they were playing but it was you know you were we're going in the right direction here with college football, and I think it's it's unique because you're you're in a position where Central Arkansas has an opportunity to go two and zero before everybody, most people even start. That's you know? right. It's, it's just a crazy time right now.
1: Yeah, Central Arkansas, the darlings of college football, <laughs> <laughs> uh, although they lost, they lost to UAB. Oh no, that was last week's game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, but they play again tonight, Southern Miss. Lost to South Alabama, that's what it 32-21 was. Southern Miss, where uh, Larry Fedora, now Baylor's offensive coordinator, was once the head coach. Uh, Eastern Kentucky plays Marshall tonight. That is uh, big time on E. No, that's tomorrow. It's tomorrow at uh, 11 a.m. our time on ESPN. Uh, Middle Tennessee plays Army tomorrow, 11:30 our time on CBS Sports Network and uh, other games. So, uh, yeah, not a full college football schedule, but more games this week, kind of, you know, kind of entering uh, slowly into the college football season where this would have been. I mean, this would have been full blow, you know, uh, pretty much everybody Mm -hmm. playing this weekend.
2: Oh, no doubt. And the fact that you could actually get up on a Saturday and turn on your TV and find some football, I think that just gives hope to everybody at this point.
1: And then next Saturday, uh, it is uh, Baylor's opener. Every Big 12 school opening next weekend. TCU-SMU is a week from tonight. The other nine schools play a week from tomorrow. So we're eight days away from Baylor football season opener at home against Louisiana Tech.
2: How excited are you to be back in the booth and call a game?
1: Pretty good. Pretty pretty excited. I mean, there's still, my my head's still, you know, kind of swimming with all the details, right. but it always is. You know, at the start of a season, it's like, I've, I've told people, and my wife can confirm this, that the, the week or two weeks, really two weeks leading up to the start of the season, football season, are the uh, busiest time of the year because mm-hmm. you just got so many, you know, so many things that you got to check and be in, have in place and get back into the routine of doing that. So, it's a it's a hectic time, but man, it's it's a fun hectic. Has any of your preparation ch- had to change
2: this year? Like like, what is the biggest?
1: Not yet. Uh, ask me next week, right? Because you know I don't have anything on uh, Louisiana Tech yet. Mm. Uh, we're supposed to get that on Monday, but uh, not no nothing really. I mean, except for the things you know, like technically that right. we're working on. And trying to figure out, like, how and where and when do we do the halftime interview, how are we going to do post-game, you know, because it right. can't be just Ricky, our sideline guy, you know, walking up to Coach Aranda and doing that interview. Can't do that. Um, so we got to figure out things like that.
2: And he is going to be able to be on the sideline, he right? He will, a yep. Different yep. area?
1: Yep. Ricky will be on the sideline, may have a little bit of limited access. Although, uh, last report, uh, he would be able to kind of shimmy behind the bench area from one end of the field to the other. Uh, At first, we thought he'd be limited to one end zone, Mm -hmm. not even going, you know, any way to the other side of the field. Which would be tough because he gives us a bird's eye view, you know, right down the line uh, when they're close to the end zone or really wherever they are. So uh, that was the last thing that we were checking on was uh, would he be able to get behind the team bench area and uh, go from one end of the field to the other.
2: Um, that's good that they were able to figure that out and let him move because yeah. you need that access.
1: Yeah, and it may be different, uh, different places we go, too. I mean, what's yeah. what's uh, protocol here in Waco at McLean Stadium might be different when we go to, say, Morgantown.
2: See, and I wish that the, there would have been a way that the Big 12 could have made a unified protocol for this. Yeah, but, And I understand that, the scenarios of different schools, they're, they're approaching this differently. But, you know, to come together as a whole, I think that would have been better.
1: It would have. It really would have been good. But I understand why they can't because you think about – you know, the situation in Waco compared to the situation in Lawrence, Kansas, or as we talked about, Ames, Ames, Iowa, (laughs) and we'll talk to John about that, so it's just different from not only city to city, but state to state, also, where the Big 12, uh, you know, schools reside. I get that. So, yeah, it would have been good if you kind of had a uniform policy, Mm -hmm. and here's here's what you can expect at a Big 12 venue, but I sure understand it's going to be different every place we go.
2: Well, hopefully going into it, if that's the case, you have like a week's notice to prepare and
1: make the adjustments. So that'll be good. Yeah, we will uh, obviously and definitely check with, uh, you know, folks' boots on the ground there before we go anywhere. So, and Baylor's first two games are at home, so we don't play on the road until uh, week four, game three of the season. So uh, yeah, we'll definitely check that out this year. And Baylor added cutouts, didn't they? They did. They're, they're selling like cutouts. Going. Yeah,
2: you have, have a cutout put out there.
1: I don't think so. Get true <laughs> it. Now that would be fun. That'd be pretty. That awesome. would be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what are they? Forty dollars? I think so. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's a good price. Uh, I might look into that. It's
2: just unique, you know. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs>
1: it is fun. <laughs> <Out there. laughs> that is fun. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll visit with John Walters if we can get him on the phone. The voice of the Iowa State Cyclones coming up later in the hour. After a break, let's uh, let's look at the high school scene, the high school schedule. Maybe some games last night, and the ones coming up tonight. Could be a little soggy out there. How about that?
2: Yeah, there's already been one game Mood. I'll talk about oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. because of
1: that. All right, tell us about that. Garrett will give us the rundown on high schools in the Central Texas area when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross, off and running on a Friday morning. Still rainy here in Central Texas. Check of weather and more. We'll be back on the other side. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive.
3: Where Waco gets engaged.
1: There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from
2: Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron.
3: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm chief meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Just keep your umbrella handy here for the next several days. Our upper level system continues to take its sweet old time exiting Central Texas. I think eventually by Friday night and Saturday morning, it's out of here. But until then, we've got to keep rain chances in the forecast tonight. Mostly cloudy skies Again, some widely scattered showers. You even may hear a rumble of thunder with low temperatures falling to 71 degrees. It'll be mostly cloudy tomorrow with a 50% chance of scattered showers and a few isolated thunderstorms. Highs top out at 86 and on Saturday, partly sunny skies with a 30% chance of a few showers and storms later on in the afternoon as a cold front approaches. Look for a high around 90 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9 for your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you
1: been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D.M.R.A. Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
3: Jeff Hunter Toyota
1: first opened its doors in May 1990. As we celebrate 30 years, this family-owned and operated dealership thanks the Waco community and all of our loyal customers. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values.
4: My house has a new...
5: Windows That's Universal windows or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie list reviews. I love my windows. They've got that
4: brand new home
0: effect. Universal Windows
1: Direct.
6: Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, T, West, and Whitney.
4: If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizensStateBankTX.com.
6: Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success.
4: Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work member fdic and equal housing lender
1: back with us john morris show on this rainy friday morning in central texas john morris garrett ross garrett's going to give us an update on uh, high school football in the area coming up tonight we're brought to you in part by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Talk about a great supporter of uh, high school athletics, high schools, and Baylor. It's Alan Samuels. And just when you need it most, another three-day weekend is here at Alan Samuels. Their special Labor Day sales event is underway. Right now, you can get exclusive Labor Day sales event incentives on brand-new Ram trucks and Jeeps plus special incentives on select Dodge, Chrysler, and Fiat vehicles. That 0% financing and no payments for 90 days still in effect on almost everything. You can literally save thousands right now at Allen Samuels. And they're loaded with new inventory. There's a tremendous selection on hand with more arriving all the time. Check it out. You can uh, feel safe when you shop in person. They have a safe, sanitized environment. The staff is 100% on board to give you a safe experience. Or if you prefer, you can shop, apply, and buy online at allensamuelsdcj.com, and they deliver. Check it out, Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, like they've been saying for years, come by, let's be friends. All right, Garrett. Uh, big high school football Friday night right. coming up. Five uh, A and six A still not playing, but uh, one through four A are playing. And you said one weather or one change due to the weather already. Right. So,
2: Robert, I mean uh, Crawford and Bruce Valetti were scheduled to play tonight in Crawford. That game has been rescheduled till noon tomorrow in Robinson really? due to field conditions. Wow. So they're that's if you're looking for that game. It's been moved, okay. so all right, and, and that's going to be a good matchup because last week Crawford shut out Goldthwaite fourteen to nothing. It was uh, coach, uh, it was our new coach's first game as a head coach, so they kept rolling, you know, kept everything in, uh, intact. And Bruce Valetti, they got routed by Millsap fifty four to fourteen. So it's going to be an interesting matchup, but that is going to be at noon in Robinson tomorrow. Okay, uh, another game to keep an eye on is uh, Mahia at Troy. Uh, both teams are zero and one. Mahia lost to number nine Yo twenty-one to sixteen last week, and Troy was beat by Salado forty-six to twenty-seven. Which I think that game probably got a lot of people off guard. That, yeah, I, going into that, I think I know I personally thought Troy would take him, but Ward obviously didn't. He had some inside information on that one, <laughs> you know, going ten right. and zero. But yeah, that, that's a good matchup to keep an eye on. Uh, another one is one and zero Academy at zero and one Clifton. Last week, Academy beat their uh, rival Rogers twenty to fifteen, and Clifton fell to Sanger twenty five to fourteen. It's going to be difficult to see Clifton going zero and two, especially with the home opener. But Academy is pretty good, so that's going to be a good matchup to keep an eye on. Another one uh, is Lorena and China Spring, and Lorena dropped to three A this year, which is really interesting. So they played number nine Franklin last week and beat on twenty one to twenty. In the past, they've played, but Lorena was a 4A. And it was still a good victory, but that, to me, that's a statement maker. When you're playing on the same level now with them, right. and you knock off a top-10 team, I think I'm expecting big things from Lorena this year as they're in 3A. But uh, in China Spring last week, they beat uh, Fort Worth-Benbrook 74-35. to So their offense was clicking on all cylinders. This is a local game, a rival game. So I think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, another one is West and Western Hills. Uh last week West fell the number eight Lexington, 25 to 14. And this is gonna be Western Hills' first game of the season. So, you know, with that, you got to take that into consideration. West has the, the prep on them and everything, one game under their belt. So I can see the Trojans rolling in that one. Um you have Cameron Yo and Belleville. This is a really good matchup. Cameron Yo knocked off Mejia last week, 21-16, and Belleville beat Giddings 34-31. Both of these teams are traditionally known for making deep runs in the playoffs, so that's going to be one to keep an eye on. I think the biggest game in the area that everybody's watching right now is going to be number seven Conley and number one La Vega. Uh, Conley last week knocked off Sunnyville, and Sunnyville was ranked at the time, and Conley wasn't. And Sunnyville, uh, Conley beat them 46 to 25. And La Vega, remember, they were originally scheduled to play Dumas. That game was canceled. Then they scheduled West Orange Stark. Hurricane comes right, in. Right. Right. So they have like two days notice and play 5A D2 number. Uh, five or number eight Calhoun Port Lebacca Calhoun and they beat them so you have two days of prep and you go up a classification and still wow. win 20 to seven. I think La Vega rolls big in this game but th- that's just my opinion. That's kind of that's kind of the game of the
1: weekend. It, it really it is,
2: and the the cool thing is, it, it's with the UIL letting it be televised. You're going to see it locally on TV yep. w- with um, CW. Right. Tom's going to be on the call. Tom Barfoot right. will be on the call, and Pete Souza with him. And Pete Souza, and then you'll also be able to stream it on Centex, uh What is it? It's a Syntax Sports Network. They'll stream it as well. Oh, cool. Uh, so you'll have two different options to watch that game, um, and then another good matchup is going to be number one Mart um and McGregor now Mart rolled Teague last week went up a classification Mart usually does that they're not scared to play anybody we know right. so they'll go up and down they're going to be going up a classification again this week as they play McGregor I think it'll be a better matchup than the Teague game was McGregor played Lakeworth, really solid game last week 47 to 43 ultimately I think Mart will win but that's one to keep an eye on uh number one Grandview comes down to play Salado and grandview and malakoff they played them last week they and they've played each other they played in the state championship over the past couple years you know that's always a good matchup and grandview got them in overtime uh what was it 31 24 last week so it's gonna be cool to see if salado can ride that momentum off of troy and that different style of offense and control the pace of the game and if they can upset granby i think that would be a really neat deal Another good game is Robertson at Whitney. Last week, Robertson went on the road and beat Taylor 26-21. Whitney lost to Quinlan Ford, uh, 45-34. Whitney lost some key players last year, mm. and Quinlan Ford is a really good team. Mm. So this one is going to be a fun matchup because Whitney putting up that many points on that team, if they could do that this week, I think they could get have the edge on Robertson. But Robertson's got a solid playmakers all over the field, so that's going to be a fun one. And a game to keep an eye on, and I know this is dear to you, is Gatesville hosting Glenrose tonight? And before the game, they're going to honor Tommy Davidson because they're naming the field after him. And last week, Gatesville fell 46 uh, 45-16 to Lano, and Glenrose beat Springtown 27-13. I think this will be a really op- good opportunity for Coach Howard to get his first victory at Gatesville if we could line up and on this night. You know, it just seems like one of those things where you can have that yeah. special moment where yeah, all the exactly. stars align. Yes, so that's going to be one to keep an eye on. And as far as this morning, uh, Gatesville ISD released information on Twitter saying the varsity makes their home debut tonight at 7:30. There are 200 tickets remaining and will be sold at the sold at the main entrance, which is good information because now with these games, a lot of teams aren't doing that. You that's have right. to have your tickets prior. Yeah. So, as of a couple hours ago, you could still go to the game tonight. You might want to check ahead of time, kay. but there were tickets available.
1: All right, that's good to know. Terry Morris, if you're listening, there's still tickets available. We could go down there. And you're right, it is uh, near and dear to my heart because of what you mentioned. They will have a ceremony prior to the game tonight in Gatesville, uh, renaming the field after the late Tommy Davidson. It will be Tommy Davidson Field at McCamie Stadium. So, uh, that will be special. Uh, Cotton and Carolyn and, and uh, the entire family – and mm-hmm. Nina are expected to be there tonight for the ceremony prior to the game.
2: At one game that was played last night, uh, Bartlett went and beat Ranger forty-eight to twelve. And that, that win snapped Bartlett's 26-game losing streak and gave Coach
1: Brian Kozma his first win. Wow. So
2: shout-out to Coach and the Bartlett Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, that's big. Hey, that's huge. Here is uh, – we had Ricky Phillips on with us recently. He's the athletic director uh, at Gatesville High School. He was talking about uh, how uh, 100% everyone was behind the decision to rename the field at Gatesville High School after the late Tommy Davidson.
4: You know, after Tommy's death, John, uh, a couple of Gatesville fans and, and the Gatesville ISD board of trustees kind of made this happen. And they, you know, they, Tommy's been such, a, what was such an integral part of uh, not only Gatesville ISD but the city of Gatesville and our community, uh, such an involvement with our schools. Uh, they just, you know, felt like that something needed to be done to to recognize him. Uh, and you know you know, and show patronage to him, so it kind of got got going with our school board, and they made this uh happen you know several months ago. Uh, So we've kind of been in the planning stages. You know, we've put some new signage up to recognize that at our stadium. Uh, And we'll, you know, we'll have a renaming dedication ceremony on September the 4th, which is a home opener for the Hornets here against Glen Rose. So we're really excited about this. And and anybody that knows anything about Tommy Davidson, uh, you know that that it's well-deserved and just a great tribute to him.
1: Absolutely. Anybody that knows Tommy would uh, say, yes, I am for that move, 100%. So that'll be neat. That'll be a pregame mm-hmm. ceremony, and then they kick off at 7.30. 7.30, 730 yes. is kickoff. So that pregame ceremony tonight there in Gatesville, and that'll be uh, that'll be really special. That'd be really cool.
2: Oh, I suspect a lot of people out there, and I think it's gonna be a great atmosphere. And I really hope that it comes together. And Gatesville gets that win. I, I really know, do. I know that
1: would be uh, that. Yeah, that would make it a perfect evening for uh, the Hornets. All right, uh, that comes up tonight. All these high school games that are coming up this evening. May uh, may have to take a little rain gear. I, I think I've seen 40% chance mm-hmm. uh, throughout the day today. I don't know if that extends into the night.
2: I know I looked earlier, and it, it showed, like, the weather clearing out
1: after noon. Does it? But that okay. was the
2: weather app. And Everything varies. And you never know. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully.
1: There's a lot of rain out there for sure, and it's caused the uh, uh, moving and postponement of one game that you told us mm-hmm. about, uh, Crawford game. Crawford who? Crawford to Bruce Valetti. Bruce Valetti moving to uh, Robinson High School tomorrow at noon. So – that is weather-related. got to you got you to gotta think a lot of these fields are going to be pretty soggy tonight, if nothing else.
2: Oh, yeah, and a lot of teams, you know, they have the turf, but there's still the smaller schools like Crawford who have the traditional grass field, and, yeah. man, that can oh, get yeah. really nasty. Out
1: there. Oh, man, <laughs> if my yard is any indication. I mean, there's standing water right. in the yard. so.
2: I think it's weird, though, because, like, even I would say maybe even 10 years ago, that wouldn't be a thing. You wouldn't be moving the game because <laughs> yeah. of the field conditions. You just get out there, and the kids would love that, you yeah. know, go and get muddy, but, it, you know. Thanks, change.
1: Ice coach Aranda on the coaches show Wednesday. You know, it was you know it's been raining for three days now. I right. said, do you have any? Do you put any emphasis on maybe practicing in the rain a little bit? You know, because you're going to play in the point. rain at some point, and you got to have ball security with a wet football and things like that. And he said he does, but he would lean toward practicing indoors just to save the field, not to tear up the field. Right. So that's that's a real issue, too. I mean, you can really tear up a football field uh, if it's uh, soaking wet like they are now. I understand
2: that, but I also getting those reps, I think that is yeah. valuable.
1: In, in the rain. Yeah, in the because rain. Because you'll play in the rain at Definitely. some point. All right. uh, Look forward to that. Y'all be safe. Uh, Everybody going to the high school games tonight. Enjoy those. And uh, good luck to our area teams. A lot of high school action. And Garrett, you and Steven will be back with the scoreboard show later tonight. Yeah, 11 to
2: midnight. We got y'all on the scoreboard show right here on 1660 ESPN. So please tune in.
1: Very good. All right. We'll tune in and uh, hear you coming up. Take a break. Uh, John Walters is calling in now. He's calling us. We'll visit with him when we come back. The voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. us. Stay with us. John Morris Show continues right after this. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com.
3: Power. Power is being behind the wheel of a Ram 3500 with a 1,000 pounds per foot of torque. Power is a 12-inch touchscreen and 395 horsepower Hemi V8. Ram power days are going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. If you count on your truck, then you can count on Cameron Autoplex to deliver the right truck for you. We have the selection and the pricing our customers deserve. We are your Central Texas Truck Authority. Shop in person or online at CameronAutoplex.com. And remember, it's always cheaper in Cameron.
6: Time to rep your Rangers loudly and proudly with some fresh fan gear. Grab the redesigned Ranger Script home white jerseys, go retro with the powder blue, or snag the newly designed red TX cap. These looks and a lot more are waiting for you at the new and improved Grand Slam Team Store inside Globe Life Field. We are open all week long and ready for you. Find us inside the TXU Energy North Entry or shop from your couch on mlbshop.com. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas' own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like basic one multivitamin, advanced omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs. Cooper Complete has a special offer just for listeners to the Matt Mosley Show. Buy any two bottles of Cooper Complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free. Just use coopercomplete.com, the coupon code ESPN2020. That's three bottles of Cooper Complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code ESPN2020 at coopercomplete.com. Live longer, live better with Cooper Complete nutritional supplements. ESPN Radio
7: Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6. Saturday 8 to 5. Tonight, the Robinson Rockets will be in action looking to go 2-0 and on the season as they are on the road taking on Whitney. I caught up with head coach Robert Rubel to get his thoughts on tonight's game.
3: Whitney will go five wides and, and chuck it around every now and then. So uh, they're multiple offensively and uh, got some pretty good wide receivers out there. Pretty talented quarterback defensively that, you know, we, we feel like they're probably going to be a three-down team. And so, you know, again, we're going to have to go execute and play our game. And so... Um, like if we can do that we got a chance
7: you can listen to rocket football on am 1590 and 99.3 fm with the pregame starting at 7 and kickoff at 7 30 on the diamond the rangers are back in action tonight as they open up a four-game series versus seattle first pitch is at 8:10 on espn central texas sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
0: you're listening to the john moore show on espn central texas
3: yard field goal try for the win snap is good hold is good kick on the way by a Sally
0: Back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
1: Highlight cut courtesy of the Cyclone Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Great call by John Walters, the voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. And John joins us now. Thanks for uh, rolling with the punches and calling in when we couldn't call you. But uh, it's great to have you on this morning.
8: If there's one thing we've learned during COVID, it's how <laughs> to adapt.
1: Oh, man. We had a nasty storm here. Uh, it was Tuesday night, and the station was off the air all day Wednesday, and uh, got it back, kind of limping back on the air Wednesday night for our coaches show, and then yesterday, but there's still some issues. We're not streaming, and and uh, obviously we can't call out, <laughs> so still kind of fighting through those issues here.
8: Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's a challenge it's, uh, on a lot of levels. We had a the thing here, John, called it yeah. derecho. I, I heard about I that. I never heard of. Yeah. yeah.
1: Tell me about that.
8: <laughs> well, it was basically a land hurricane uh, <laughs> through the state of Iowa. And 120, 140 mile an hour winds. Oh, sustained, my gosh. Uh, through the state of Iowa. Unheard of. And it flattened <laughs> the corn crop and a lot of uh, farms and was really, really devastating. Oh. And uh, still, still cleaning up the mess, but... Yes, 2020 can bring you any number of
1: surprises. <laughs> That's true. Chalk it up to 2020. What's, what was the name of it again? What's that called?
8: A show. Another word I didn't want to learn this
1: year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, throw that on the, <laughs> the log pile for 2020 for sure. Uh, man, how you doing? You uh, we, we kick it off in eight days. Uh, it's kind of fun that we're kind of into that final countdown to hopefully
8: kick off this season. Yeah, it's so exciting to get close to the start line. You know, usually you're trying to get to the finish line. We're just trying right. to get to the start line. Right. And, you know, it's going to feel great if we can get there. Um, and I say if because the way this thing is gone, you, you just never know day to day. And so um, you're not going to celebrate anything prematurely. But to get to that start line would be great. And to have an opportunity for this football team to go compete Um, would be tremendous, and uh, I think Iowa State fans are excited about that, even though they're disappointed they won't be able to be in the stands for Game 1. They're hoping that, you know, with a little three-week buffer before then in Game 2, that maybe that situation could change, but uh, they're still excited to watch their football team and we will get that opportunity on ESPN eight days from
1: now. Yeah, 11 a.m. kickoff for your game like it is for ours here in Waco on the 12th. Uh, what uh, It's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Uh, first, Jamie Pollard says 25 percent attendance, and then depending on how that goes, you know, we'll see what it is for the Oklahoma game. But then, uh, but then uh, a sharp left turn, and now you'll have uh, no fans in attendance on Saturday. How did that all transpire?
8: Well, they, they were looking at three models. They were looking at Uh, 50%, which was basically the number of season tickets that they've sold, about 30,000. They were looking at 25%, which was splitting up the season tickets, saying, hey, you're going to go to three games and this group is going to go to three games. Mm -hmm. And then they were looking at 0%. And so what happened was about 5,000 people kind of backed out on their season tickets. So that number was down to 25, which was basically 40% of capacity. And Jamie Pollard said, we're going to have that 40% in the stands for game one, but he figured that number would come down even more with a few more people backing out if they didn't like their seed selections or where they were placed with the social spreading. And what happened was um, a couple of days after his announcement, you know, the numbers were so high here in central Iowa, especially in Story County um, and uh, a positive tests. And so the university just kind of, I think just decided, Hey, let's just, Tap the brakes on a little bit. We do have a three-week window between that first game and the second game. So not having fans for game one kind of buys you some time uh, to hope that the the situation improves itself. And so they decided for game one anyway, there's going to be no fans in the stands. And so that's kind of how it all played out. But uh, we'll see where it goes from here. And, again, everything – it's like a it's like a sprained ankle, we're day to day on everything we involving COVID.
1: Yeah. Well that's true. I mean we all are. We really we uh you know, have to be flexible and be ready for whatever uh is coming around the bend. What is it about Ames and Story County that you have such a high uh positivity rate? Is there anything you can put your finger on?
8: Well, I think there's a couple things. Number one, it's a it's a college town. Right, right. And and so if you look at that New York Times list of where, over the last couple weeks, um, the number of COVID positivity tests has has increased, it's almost all college towns. And Ames doubles its population when the students come back. Plus, they tested all the incoming uh, students to go into the dorms and apartments. They all tested. So there was a lot of testing going on. And then on top of that, you had some people act irresponsibly and have some parties and things like that, and that certainly didn't help. But I think one thing that has to be taken into consideration though, is the positivity rate is the, you know, the pos- positive test out of the people that were tested. It's not, right. uh, it's not like 28 percent of the Iowa State um, college population or the city of Ames has COVID. It's 28 percent of those that were tested tested positive. And so uh, it's still not a great number, but it's a much smaller percentage of the population of the campus and of the city than you might think if you just looked at that number.
1: Yeah. All right. Good explanation. Uh, John Walters is with us, longtime voice of the Iowa State Cyclones.
8: Iowa State's always
2: done a great job of honoring Jack Trice. How much of an impact did the current climate of the country have on the football team wearing the Jack Trice patches this season?
8: I think that certainly played a role. And, you know, Matt Campbell – and all the Iowa state coaches really have been very vocal about saying we want our players to have a voice. We want them to make their feelings known. And I think that's one of the good things that's really happened here in the last few months is there's a lot more listening going on and people just trying to understand and have some empathy from where other people are coming from. And so I I think that's a good situation. I think the more of that that happens, the healthier it is. And so I think when all this happened and COVID was on top of it, there was a lot of Zoom meetings and and just uh, teams kind of getting together and airing out how they feel. And I think that was very good and healthy for everybody. And so, um, you know, it, 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 Jack Trice is the only African-American player that has a stadium named after him. And so Iowa State's very proud of that, and they're going to put the patch on the uniforms this year. To commemorate one more time uh, his great memory.
2: Could you give us some insight into what the Farm Strong team is and what it means to the state of Iowa? The
8: Farm Strong team is uh, by the Iowa Farm Bureau, and it basically is just saying we want to uh, recognize work ethic and that that the same work ethic that farmers have exists on these university uh, campuses. And so at Iowa State, they have a great ag school. They have a tremendous um, amount of pride in their agriculture program. And so the FarmStrong team is basically saying, even though a lot of these kids don't come from farms, they reflect the work ethic of the Iowa farmer. And that's what that's all about.
1: John Walters with us, uh, voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. So you got Louisiana coming in next week, uh, open date, open uh, conference play at TCU. Then that game against OU, you mentioned, uh, would be your next home game on October 3rd. Um, What's the – can you – with your finger on the pulse, you know, of the students there, do we need football? I mean, I know we need football. Uh, How much do we need football to try to get back to uh, something normal and something people look forward to? like that
8: well I think it will help everybody to have football back Um, even if you're not allowed to be in the stands just the opportunity to watch your team play I think will be very healthy for people and uh, as a university clearly we need it I think all of us are in the same boat in that regard John Uh, we're very fortunate to have the opportunity to start the season and again I just say start the season because you don't want to assume anything more than that but Um, But, you know, I'll consider this season a success if we can get to the end of it. You know, if we can get all the way through, uh, regardless of records, this season is going to be a success.
1: And your fans there, I always talk about it on our air, uh, what, what great tailgating there is at outside Jack Trice Stadium. Like you've got to run that fire engine around running the horn to get people to quit tailgating and come into the game. Uh, that's, that's kind of a shame, isn't it, that you won't be able to have tailgating this year?
8: Well, you know, I've said a lot of times we've lost a lot of football games, but we've never lost a
1: tailgate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
8: but, but maybe that maybe that streak comes to an end here because they're not going to allow tailgating this year regardless. Uh, um, it's just not going to be a part of the game day experience. And you're right, it's a huge part of the Iowa State game day experience, primarily because the way the stadium was built years and years ago, there's just acres and acres of land all around the stadium where – you look in any direction from the press box and you see a sea of cardinal and gold. And for a lot of these fans, you know, that's a kind of a reunion once a week they get together and they really enjoy each other's company. And then on top of all that, there's a football game. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's a fun way to do it. And it is really part of the charm of Iowa state, but, um, and a lot of schools have great, great tailgating, but it's it's certainly going to be a part of college football. that's not going to be the same this season.
2: Football is definitely the focus right now, but your basketball team received some great news as Tyler Tyler Harris gets immediate eligibility after transferring from Memphis. What are the expectations for him this season?
8: Well, I think he can really help because he's a guy that can shoot the basketball. And when Steve Prohm went about his recruiting this um, past year or so, he really tried to get back to the kind of team he's had in the past where you have a lot of length on the perimeter and you can switch one through five on ball screens and and really be flexible with the guys you have on the floor. Now, Tyler's an exception to that because he's only about five foot nine, but he's very, very quick, and he can really shoot the basketball. And so those are some things that can certainly help Iowa State. And, yes, he's a point guard, but so is Regier Bolton and so are a bunch of other guys on this roster. I think Steve Prohm never really gets too caught up in that point guard designation, but certainly Tyler's a guy that can help him as a guard, whether he's the guy bringing the ball to the floor or not.
1: Final thought, John, we'll let you go. Uh, I'm a big proponent of when you have a returning quarterback or a quarterback with experience, I, I think that's just huge for a team. We've got Charlie Brewer. You've got that with Brock Purdy. Uh, what are the expectations uh, for Brock going into this season?
8: Well, John, I think you really hit on something that's super important, especially this year for programs that didn't have the opportunity to have spring football practice. Iowa State didn't even have one spring practice. But having a veteran quarterback returning gives you a little bit of a sense of comfort in that area. So I think you look at teams around the league and you look at Iowa State and Baylor, certainly with a veteran starters, Sam Ellinger at Texas falls into that category. And there's a few others that have starting quarterbacks returning. I certainly think it's an advantage, especially this season. But Brock is a special kid. He's entering his junior year. He already holds many of the Iowa State passing records and he'll set several more this season if he can stay healthy. Um, But he's just an an enormous leader on this football team. He's just a true junior. He was a captain last year as a sophomore. Guys really look up to him for the way he carries himself. And he's really a grounded guy. Um, But I think he got injured last year and tried to play a lot of the season hurt. If he can stay healthy this season, he could really put up some great, great numbers. So we're excited about Brock. Um, You know, he does have some young receivers that are new to the program that are going to be part of it. But he's got those three veteran tight ends returning and Brees Hall in the backfield with him. So there's some offensive weapons for Iowa State for sure. Yeah, really good.
1: Hey, it's great to visit with you. Thanks for your time this morning. Uh, Stay safe, and let's uh, stay on that narrow path toward uh, kickoff eight days from today.
8: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, John. I
1: appreciate it. Thanks a lot. John Walters, the great voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. Great to visit with him. Appreciate his time. And uh, Cyclones open on September 12th at home against Louisiana. Some might say Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana Lafayette would ask you to call them just Louisiana you know that story and that's an 11 a.m. kickoff like our game against Louisiana Tech on September 12th
2: that should be a good matchup though yeah yeah Uh, Louisiana's good and then Iowa State's you know we know what they can do so I think that's gonna be a fun matchup
1: and and he boy he hit it on the head Uh, a veteran quarterback especially this year when Mm -hmm. you didn't have a spring I I I just think that's huge
2: oh it is and I mean you see that across the, the nation all the time but Right now, I think Baylor and uh, – like I said, Baylor, Iowa State, and Texas are in the best position with the, the quarterbacks they have.
1: Yeah. Uh, Baylor will play in AIMS, scheduled for November 7th this year. November 7th. So deep in the season, we'll go to uh, Jack Trice Stadium. And really good questions about uh, Jack Trice Stadium, the history there, and, uh, you know, with, with social justice and awareness mm-hmm. uh, now such a – Hot button topic, you know, and really important, a top of mind for a lot of people. Uh, That story of Jack Trice is uh, worth retelling.
2: It really is. And I I didn't really, I wasn't really aware of it. I knew the stadium was named after Jack Trice. I didn't know too much, but I was doing the research and it is a really good story.
1: Yeah, it's tragic, but it's 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 a good story. It's a good story. Yeah, that they have honored him in that way. All right, thanks to John. Let's take a break. We'll be back, Uh, wrap things up, look ahead, share some birthdays with you all coming up after a break. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating. Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South. On the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com 254 662 uh, I uh, Terry and I actually are going to stop by Marineland uh, this afternoon. Go really? see Canon Mary Sorley. Yeah, we're going to. fun. They don't know that. They know it I now, know maybe. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to stop by there this afternoon. You can do the same. You can shop in person or you can uh, shop by and uh, they'll deliver to you all online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Take a break. Be right back. Final segment, John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You'll get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as
0: see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at
1: 254-772-1600, ubeo.com.
4: My house has a new glow. I love my wind.
7: For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
2: Hello friends, I'm Keith Bush, founder of Bush's Chicken. We're all aware of the current crisis in our country and our own community. Our main concern at Bush's Chicken has always been the well-being of our customers and our employees. With all restaurant lobbies now closed, you can take advantage of the long tradition of the Bush's Chicken drive-thru, known as the quickest in town. From our family to yours, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you in the drive-thru.
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. Tonight, the Robinson Rockets will be in action looking to go 2-0 and on the season as they're on the road taking on Whitney. I caught up with head coach Robert Rubel to get his thoughts on tonight's game.
3: Whitney will go five wides and, and chuck it around every now and then. So, uh, they're multiple offensively and uh, got some pretty good wide receivers out there. Pretty talented quarterback defensively that, you know, we, we feel like they're probably going to be a three-down team. And so, you know, again, we're going to have to go execute and play our game. And so... Um, Feel like if we can do that, we got a
7: chance. You can listen to Rocket Football on AM fifteen ninety and ninety nine point three FM, with the pregame starting at seven and kickoff at seven thirty. On the diamond, the Rangers are back in action tonight as they open up a four game series versus Seattle. First pitch is at eight ten on ESPN Central Texas Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Time comes up at 10 o'clock, 10 to noon today. Noon to 3 is Unnecessary Roughness. 3 to 6 is the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, high school football tonight. And Garrett and Steven with the scoreboard show coming up uh, about 11 o'clock tonight after the game. So, uh, big day here. Big high school football Friday. Mm-hmm. Remember the uh, dedication uh, ceremony of the renaming of the field at Gatesville High School comes up tonight prior to their game against Glen Rose. And uh, the game kicks off at 7.30 tonight. Uh, named, field being named renamed after the late Tommy Davidson. Really, really, uh, uh, really, really a great move by Gatesville. Yeah. What uh, What do you guys have coming up? What do you have scheduled to come up <laughs> <laughs> on game time? So we're going to – at,
2: at um, 10.30, we're going to have Bruce Letty, head coach Kyle Shopick come on and talk about the game being moved to Robinson. Okay. Uh, so that will be uh, fun to hear from him and what went into that decision. Uh, at 11.30, we're going to have Bartlett, head coach, Brian Kozma come on after snapping that 26-game win uh, losing streak and getting his first win. So we'll hear from him. Uh, Stretch will break down the NFC East at eleven fifteen, and we'll just go from there, and it's, it should be a fun show.
1: Very cool. All right, so that's 10 to noon coming up as soon as we move out of here right here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom and Stretch and Garrett on game time. Uh, let me mention some birthdays, and then we will get out of here. Uh, it's Lakeisha Joe's birthday today. Lakeisha is uh, J.J. Joe's wife so, happy birthday awesome. to Keisha. Uh, we'll send her a text, and uh, happy birthday to her. Larry Smith at Baylor. Happy birthday to Larry today. Graylin Arnold is 23 years old today. <laughs> old man Grayland <laughs> Arnold. Graylin. So, happy birthday to him. Lori Baker at Baylor. Uh, birthday today. Terrell Burt, uh, former Baylor defensive back, uh, also like Grayland. Uh, Terrell's birthday is today. Carrie Blanick's birthday is today. Part of the uh, Blanick family. And Carrie, happy birthday to you. Hope you have a great day today. And let's see. Brian McCallum worked here in athletic communications way back. It's his birthday. Mm, I think that's all I've got for today. Looking ahead to tomorrow, uh, the 5th, since we won't be here, it's Gary Rhodes' birthday tomorrow. Awesome. Gary, uh, the uh, worship pastor at First Woodway here in Waco, and a great guy had lunch with he and Scott Salmons yesterday. So, happy birthday to Gary Rhodes. I got one today. My sister, Marche, today's her birthday. Fantastic. Happy birthday. Marche, how do you spell Marche? M-A-R-C-H-E, and it's got a little dash. The dash. Get fancy with it. (laughs) Marche, I like that. Very good. Happy birthday to Marche. All right, we're going to move out of here. Appreciate you being with us. Game time up next. Great uh, high school schedule of games tonight. The scoreboard show later tonight. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great socially distanced hand-washing mask-wearing weekend.
4: Mike, test one, two, one, two, one, two, test one, two,
5: test one, two.